Anyway, okay. Let's pick up. Oh, we left off last time in 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 Chronicles. Here, we went chapters one through four, and uh, again, you know, just look at these names here in these in these books. Genesis means beginning, doesn't it? Okay, X, it got out. Leviticus, that's the Levites. But anyway, that's all this stuff is. That's just history, just straight history. Oh, it's actually just like a timeline. You could call it a diary. It's it's actually a perfect word for it, the diary. You know. You don't jump in any of these and here's a spiritual story. No, it's not. It's just, that is just true history line right there. It doesn't quit there. First Samuel, it's just history. That's because it's the first book about Samuel. It's like Samuel's diary. He wasn't even born yet till the end of that first chapter. He's just a kid. He wound up, they gave him to the Lord because his mama couldn't have any kids and she prayed. And remember what Sam means? Sam means asked of God. Amazing. Okay. So she was she was given a son, and of course she was given a whole bunch later, sons and daughters. But anyway, but she gave him to the Lord. And he basically, you could call him a preacher, whatever whatever in your mind works, okay? Uh, a priest there, whatever. He's really he wasn't a, he, he would he couldn't be a high priest or nothing. But it was funny. He actually slept. You read in the scriptures, he slept in the holy of holies right there as a little kid. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, and became everyone's favorite. Anyway, what's so interesting about Samuel and also Ruth here, the very last part of Ruth, it says Ruth was, I'll say, basically the great-grandmother to King David. Well, that's leading up to King David. But the Bible didn't start with David. It starts with Adam and comes down here. So anyway, when 1 Samuel comes on the scene, uh, that's history. After getting into the promised land, and they lost the promised land, basically, they're still struggling with the Canaanites all through here. And when the first king... Not first kings. This is these are volumes. King volume one, volume two. That's all it means. Uh, but it does start with Saul, King Saul, and then King David, and the rest of them are descendants of David, which pulls you all the way to Jesus, who is a descendant of David. You know, oh son of David, have mercy on me. The blind man said. Okay, but anyway, so back to this. So back when you got uh, Samuel, when he's starting out here, uh, the uh, the history shows how terrible. Things were going on in Israel. They lost the ark. Man, the Philistines just took it over. Well, they were worshiping idols. Israel was. They were running for cover. Moses told them in that long speech in Deuteronomy, because that's what it is. Chapter 1 of Deuteronomy tells you it's a speech. Moses says, you're not going to be there very long. I got you here. The Lord got you to the promised land, but you're going to worship idols and you're going to lose it. Boy, they did. Anyway, so... So what I'm leading to is getting to this book right here. So, so that's all the history of David and then still more about David here all the way till he dies. Okay. First Kings, it's small history about each king. Okay. All the way through second volume. That's what that means. And then we're, we're looking at first Chronicles. Okay. And so, so Chronicles was another documented book here, but it's, if you'll wonder, say why? Well, let me show you this. In First Chronicles chapter 1, you'll say, why is it placed here? Because look at the first verse. These are the earliest generations of mankind. Adam, Seth. It, why didn't it start with, well, first off, why would you want to put this in Genesis? Because none of this, day, you, there's the genealogy. How long was the genealogy when Adam got here? One. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been much of a genealogy. So this is placed right here because when we get over, it's just kind of interesting. When we get over to 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all of a sudden, 
Uh, there's nine, which is really, look at that. The family tree of every person in Israel was carefully recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. And then notice this, Judah was exiled to Babylon. Oh, because the people worshipped idols. See, that was Nebuchadnezzar. You don't have to go to school to learn that. Just read, like we say, the Bible in, in this, you'll see it. In 1 Kings, as you get down, in 2 Kings, when you get down to the end, actually the end of 2 Kings, Nebuchadnezzar came over and wiped out Jerusalem. Okay, took them out. Okay. But anyway, by the time you get to, I think it's 10, let's see. Yeah. Whoa. See, there's Saul. And here it goes from here on out in 2 Chronicles. You don't have genealogies anymore. It's history, 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 history. So let's go back where we left off. So we were in chapter 5, which is interesting because um, it shows pieces of history that took place, like this phrase right here in, in 1 Chronicles 5. The oldest son of Israel was Reuben. Remember those 12 sons? Okay. But since he dishonored his father by sleeping with one of his father's wives, yeah, that story is in Genesis. Ah, oh, Israel, you know, was, remember, who, what was Israel's original name? Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Some people say Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. But anyway, it's, it's, his name got changed, the story about that. But anyway, that's Jacob. Jacob got mad at Reuben for what he did. No kidding. Okay. So notice this, his birthright, verse 1, was given, chapter 5, verse 1, was given to his half-brother, Joseph. Half-brother. Remember, two daughters, two, Jacob had two wives, Rachel and Leah. Okay, although Joseph received the birthright, yet Judah was a was powerful, influential tribe in Israel. From Judah came a prince. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> All right. The sons of Reuben. Here we go. We got some sons here. Look at this. But what's interesting is this book's totally independent of all the other books. How did they get it right? Well, they weren't doing copies and stuff like that, internet and stuff like that. This is one of the coolest things to help you and I understand that. Praise God, this stuff is real. Remember, you have to consider, why is there a holy land over there today? And why are they fighting for this? And why is Israel? That's because Israel will definitely claim their heritage here. Anyway, Joseph received the birthright, yet Judah was a powerful and influential tribe in Israel. From, and from Judah uh, came a prince. No kidding. Could be talking about Jesus. Could be talking about some other ones later on. Uh, 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 kings. But anyway. The sons of Reuben, Israel's son, were Hanak, Pala, Hezron, Karma. Joel's descendants were his son, Shema. His grandson was this, and his great-grandson. Look how they keep the records there. Okay. This guy's grandson was Micah. His grandson was this. Wow, look at that. Records, records, records. Baal's son, verse 6, he was the prince of the tribe of Reuben and was taken in. Ah, ah. Wait a minute. Let's just forget the Bible even exists for a moment. In history, have we ever heard of this guy? Yep. I remember taking Western civilization, and I was hardly paying any attention, but boy, I had to know something about that guy. Who was that guy? It's almost like other nations can have history, but you can't have Bible history, because Bible history is fake. No, it's not. So King Tilglath-Pelneser of Assyria, you can look him up and find out about him. All right, his relatives became, uh, remember, he, of course, he, this guy was taken into captivity years later. His Relatives became clan, heads of clans and were included. Look at that. Look at the phrase. Official genealogy. You mean the official, this is, this is fake, you know. No. Look at that. 
Jael Zechariah, I guess how you say that, verse 8, Bela, son of Azad, grandson of, okay, this guy and Joel, these Reubenites, what's a Reubenite? We just looked, remember that's the son of Jacob, was Reuben, one that messed around with one of his moms, whatever, okay. Lived in Aor as far, look, it's got his rut where he lived. Now it says, Joel was a cattleman. He pastured his animals eastward in the edge of the desert to the Euphrates River. There were many cattle in the land of Gilead. Look at all these details. Oh, now look at this. During the reign of King Saul, the men of Reuben defeated the Hagrites. Now remember, King Saul was first. David's going to be second. So now we know sort of where we are time-wise. Uh, anyway, they defeated, uh, who did they defeat? Yeah, the Hagrites in war, moved into their tents on the eastern edge of Git. Boy, look at these are yard markers and whatever you want to call it. Uh, uh, what do I call it? The uh, uh, site survey information. Across from them in the land of Bashan lived the descendants of Gad. See, that's another, that would have been Reuben's brother, the descendants of him, who were spread as far as Salisha, whatever. Joel was the greatest and followed by Shaphat and also Janiah. Okay, they're relatives, heads of seven clans. Look at this. Okay, yeah, 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 got it. The descendants of Buzz in order of their generation were this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Okay, looking at those leaders of the clan. They lived around Gilead. Okay, great. All pasture land. Look at the country of Sharon. Ever heard of the Rose of Sharon? Yeah. That's why they're it's the same Sharon they're talking about there. All were included. Look at that phrase. All were included in the official genealogy. Now watch this. At the time of King Jotham of Judah. Now Jotham, I'm, I'm get, just getting close, but he's... I'm just saying there... I know there was 23, but we'll just say it's 20. They had 20 kings. King Saul was first, King David was next, and then they were all descendants of David. But remember, the kingdom got split, and there's another guy over here with, he's a king, and he's got 10 of the tribes of Israel. Only Judah and, and, uh, and it, whatever, Judah and Benjamin stayed together under, uh, under the kings of David, because they got mad. After Solomon died, it all fell apart as far as Israel was concerned. But anyway, that's why you'll say, wait a minute, where'd those other kings go? <laughs> And they're called the kings of Israel. Kings of Judah, which meant they were descendants of Judah. And you could say Jesus is a line of the tribe of Judah. Yeah, he was, a, he was a descendant of David. But they had these group called the kings of Israel. And let me tell you, they were really worshiping idols. It was all together. I like to call it the SEC 12 teams. They were all together at the time of uh, King David and Solomon. It was fantastic, but then it all fell apart. Okay, so back to this. All were included in the official genealogy at the time of King Jotham. Now, King Jotham, if you think of 20 kings in, a, in sequence there, he's about the 10th one, 11th one. Uh, somewhere right there. <clears throat> okay. Uh, oh, there, look at that. See, there's at this time, anyway, the official genealogy at the time of King Jotham of Judah. And see, here's those two kings. And King Jeroboam of Israel. Now, King of, uh, of Judah, they also had a Jeroboam too. It could be like, oh, this is real confusing. Matter of fact, there was two Jeroboams, I think, almost at the same time. But you would get it. I mean, come on. You always got cousins. You got cousins, their names. We got another Richard over there. Which Richard ain't there, is it? <laughs> That's a cousin on your mom's side or whatever. Anyway, notice this. There were 440, anyway, 44,000 armed, trained, brave uh, troops in the army of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And just real quick, what is that half-tribe? That's Joseph, coat of many colors. He had another son, Naphtali, whatever. It's a weird name, but we'll just call him Mike and Nick, whatever, okay. All right, they declared war on the Hagrites, the Jezer, whatever, Jeturites, the whatever. 
Notice how they were. See how, why this is so great? Watch this. So they had all these armed soldiers. There's the three clans. They declared war on this group. Look what they did, verse 20. They cried out to God to help them. Now look at this. What did you get out of this boring, seeming like, book? They cried out to God to help them, and he did. For, they, notice it didn't say for, it was God's will. Oh, please, we just roll over and quit if that's what we do. You can't do that. You have to actually believe there's a God. You can't just go, well... I don't understand life, and I don't. You have got to look at the first thing that they cried out to God to help them, and He did. Now, unfortunately, I watched this movie last night. I, some movies are good, some are bad. They all grabbed hands. This looked really good. They looked like a Hallmark. Here we go. This is good. You know who they prayed to? Mother Earth. Oh God. And Mother Earth, and I thought, oh my gosh. And there were kids there, and they were trying to talk about angels, and I thought, you can't do this. I mean, do it. they're going to do what they want to. That's how Israel lost their kingdom. They wanted to be like the rest of the world. Well, I can do without this holy of holies, and I want to, I, I really think that shining, let's just use this, this, this little shining religion is, I like this, you know. Who doesn't like a horoscope or whatever? I'm just making that up, but whatever. <sighs> anyway, they cried out to God, and he did. Look at that phrase again. For they trusted in him. So the, ha- so the Hagrites and all their allies were defeated. Now, I'll say this. God promised them he would do that any time. And uh, anyway, we're all faced with troubles all the time. Jesus said in the world we have tribulation. Boy, I mean, I can, I can just... Uh, Rattle off stuff going on with me right now. But you know what? I did and am doing this right here. Praise God. It, the Lord's taking care of all my stuff. Anyway, the booty included 50,000 camels. This is what they got. Wow. They got 250,000 sheep. 2,000. What is this doing here? Because it made royal history, didn't it? Okay. A great number of the enemy also died in battle. Look at that. For God was fighting with them. Now, you can... You can immediately already think of a bunch of God's with me, not against me. If God be for you, who can be against you? He's, he's for you. So the Reubenites lived in the territory there until the time of the exile. Huh? Yeah. See where we are, history right here? Now this was, this was, this means, this is not Egypt. No, no, nowhere near. That history was in Genesis. This exile here is Nebuchadnezzar, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Daniel, and the lion's den, that group. Remember, Daniel and the lions did. Sometimes we miss that story. That wasn't even in Israel. Oh, it happened in Jerusalem. No, it wasn't. It was in Babylon. Okay. The half-tribe of Manasseh spread through the land of Bashan, Bill, whatever, all the way to Mount Hermon. Look at that. They were too numerous. Now, that's not... Don't pass that. Man, we are so prosperous. And God just increases us, you know. Anyway. The chiefs of their clan. Well, here's the, here's the head guys, you know. Ephra, Isher, whatever, all these names. Each of these men's had a great reputation as a warrior and leader. Oh, look at that. Now, why'd they throw this in there? But they were not true to the God of their fathers. Instead, they worshipped, oh my goodness, they worshipped the idols of the people, who, see, whom God had destroyed. God wiped out the promised land, but I remember one time in this area, when King David, there's a story in probably, it's going to be Second Samuel, it won't be first. Second Samuel or, it's not even Kings. Okay, so it'd be Second Samuel. 
Oh, David and his men wiped out the Philistines. And when the Philistines were dead, land, there were idols all over the ground. And the men were picking them up. And David said, burn them. Burn every one of them. Oh, hey, what's, he, what's the problem with that? I may want that lucky rabbit's foot. Burn them. <laughs> burn them, you know. Whatever it was. But see that? Look at that. So look, look at this. So God calls King Paul of Assyria. There he is again. Now, he's the third one. See, if you're smoking dope like we were making fun of, you know, and all of were drunk, how do you keep get these guys in order? We just heard this guy a moment ago. See, he's grandson of that uh, Tilgath Pleaser, number three. Man, this must be a royal genealogy. It is. So God calls King Paul of Assyria, also known as Tilgath Pleaser III, to invade the land and deport the men of, of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. You know, if you stop there and go, hmm, why, why did God do that? God told Moses, I'm going to do this. If you, were, I will have no other gods before me. Remember that? Ten Commandments? There, and he said, remember he also said, I'm a jealous God? What's in your crawl? Well, see, the truth is there's no other gods. But you can see through this that man, after the flood, remember after the flood, God promised I will never do it again, even though man is bent on doing wrong forever. He's, got, he's just, you know, we, it, we all need Jesus. One of my favorite bumper stickers I ever saw in my life in Huntsville, this guy had a bumper sticker on the back of his car and says, I need Jesus. <laughs> I thought that was so good. I mean, you, he should be saying, y'all need Jesus. No, he said, I need Jesus. I thought that was great because I do too every day. They took him. To, anyway, so anyway, what did they do? Oh, yeah. So this guy, remember, he's Assyria and this happened. Okay. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the Assyrians, uh, were the second, anyway, I think it was Babylon and then Assyria. I mean, basically roll them together. A little bit of time frame difference, but not much. He deported them. Oh, they all stayed in the Holy Land. No, they didn't. Out of there. They took them to Hala, Habar, Hera, and the Gozan River, where they remain to this day. Woo! So at the time of this writing, this was, you know, obviously before Jesus, but it was after they lost the kingdom. But you remember, they were all ordered under... The Persian, or the Chaldean, uh, we're going to come back to this, but watch this. Look at the, look at the record. First and second Chronicles, watch this. Look closely. I'm in Ezra, which is the next book. Watch this. During the first year of the reign of Cyrus, uh, king of Persia, uh, the Lord fulfilled this prophecy by giving Cyrus the desire to send this proclamation. What was the proclamation? Cyrus, this is an email, an official document. King of Persia, I announce that Jehovah, the God of heaven, who gave me my vast empire. See, this is not a spiritual book. This is a historic record. He's just given a praise report. He had enough sense to know that Jehovah, or the Lord, is the Lord. He's given me the responsibility of building a temple in Jerusalem. That's because it was totally tore up. Okay, All the Jews throughout the kingdom may now return. See how it's placed together so beautiful? You know, the last verse, look at this, the last verse in the Old Testament, Malachi. Let's go to the Malachi chapter. Let's just take it, Malachi, the last chapter. He says, watch now. Okay, now remember, he, of course, the son of righteousness. If you don't know anything, you'll just go, yeah, the son of righteousness arises with healing in his wings. This guy was prophesying during, let's see if he tells us real quick. One. Now, he didn't tell us when, but anyway, it's, but it's during the time of one of those 20 kings. But look at this. 
Some people say, oh, it's a quiet period between the time, you know, between here and Matthew. Oh, really? What's this? See, I will send you another prophet. Guess who that is? That's John the Baptist. Before the coming of the great and dreadful, dreadful judgment day of the Lord, he will, his preaching will bring their father and children together. Remember that scripture in Matthew? They'll be of one mind and one heart, for they will know uh, that if they do not repent, I will come and utterly destroy the land. The hearts of the father are turned back to the children, and then all of a sudden from there, what happens? Boom. Matthew. And doggone it, we got another one of these dingbat genealogies. <laughs> no, no, see how it ties it together? It starts with Abraham, and that's going to go all the way to uh, Joseph and Mary. Okay, now let's go back to where we were. So we were in First Chronicles. We just did five. Let's get all the way to the end. And, okay, so they took with them, uh, and they, anyway, where they are to this day. Let's finish the second one. Okay, these are the names of the sons of Levi. Now that's backing up all the way to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob, one of his sons, was Reuben. Now we're looking at Levi. Wow. Well, you can already see. Look at verse 3. There's where Moses, uh, you know, and Aaron and Miriam, that's his sister. It's amazing how that could attract. If it were, I don't really know, you know, we don't know. No, it tracks. Look how, remember, that's First Chronicles. And you don't know anything about Moses until the until Exodus, you know. Wow. Okay. So anyway, here's his sons. There's, uh, anyway, the first two, Kothath's sons were Amram, Israel, these guys. His descendants included Aaron, Moses, Miriam. Okay. Aaron's sons were Nadab, whatever, Abihu, Eliezer, and Itamar. And if you remember, disaster struck on these two guys. Right after the, the temple, not the temple, but the tabernacle was put together. They, they weren't little kids. They wanted to do something their their own way. It was it was terrible. They got burned to a char. It was ah. Uh, they went into the holy of holies, and were burning. I think it'd be cool. I like his stuff that we did when we smoked marijuana. We had some incense. We're gonna take his. That's what they did. They took something else in there. They didn't take the holy incense. They took something else, and their bodies were just. Poof. And if you read it, Moses went nuts. Moses was. Because he, he told them, don't be doing that. Aaron, his, their dad, was, if you read it, you'll get it. I love the living. Aaron was speechless. That's what it says. He was speechless. I mean, when you, your sons are just killed. I mean, it's like there was no forgiveness. Well, see, that's the point. We have no approach to get into the Holy of Holies without Jesus. It killed those two kids. God loved those two boys. Why did he kill them? They don't have any approach. The holiness of God will, it, you just, yeah, power, it, it, it just kill them, you know. But anyway, so if you just honestly read the story through, you get it. You don't have to have a preacher explain any of this to it. But anyway, I added that because I just wanted to tell you that those were his four sons. Anyway, the oldest of these successive generations of Aaron was as follows. Uh, Eliezer said, well, what happened to Nadab? <laughs> they, they didn't make it. Okay. So I don't think they'll be listed here. Okay. Phinehas, father of this and this and this. And let's just go through the list there. Hatihu, uh, uh, whatever, uh, Ahitub, whatever. Father of Zadok, whatever. And, uh, I just, it, what's funny is when you read the kings and stuff, they'll mention these guys. Because they're the high, they're, these guys wind up being high priest. Okay, uh, yeah, there's Azariah, the high priest in Solomon's temple at Jerusalem. Now, boy, that's, that's a time frame. 
It's no longer a tabernacle. David is dead. See, remember, David did not build the temple. Solomon did. So Azariah was the high priest during Solomon's temple at Jerusalem. The fa- and he says, the father of this guy, and this guy, and this guy, and this guy, and there's the father of Hilkiah. Look at that name for a second, Hilkiah. And we're going to go to Jeremiah. What are you going to do in Jeremiah? Read verse 1. No, we're in 611. Watch this. Jeremiah, verse 1. Remember Hilkiah right there. All right, come on. These are God's messages to Jeremiah, the priest, the son of... <gasps> wow, that's right. See, Jeremiah, which this is... <laughs> it, it makes all the difference in the world when you put these things together. Jeremiah did not... <laughs> Jeremiah was... was uh, of course, he was a prophet, but he was a priest. He, he tells you he was. See, it says Jeremiah the priest right here. Jeremiah the priest, son of Hilkiah. You could not be a priest if you wanted to. You were selected by, the, I mean, by, you were in that tribe. In other words, a descendant of, of, of whatever, a descendant of um, Aaron. Anyway, but what I wanted to tell you, this was, he tells you when the first message came, the 13th year of the reign of Ammon, son of Josiah, king of Judah. That was basically the last, the last, uh, and here's some more. King Jehoiakim, this was, this was just the last 30 years before Nebuchadnezzar got him. Okay, now let me go, go back to where we were. First Chronicles. Uh, we were at six, right? Yeah, six. I'm going to get to clicking. Let's see what happens. All right, so we got to, yeah, we got that, 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 that. All right, 17, the sons of Gershom were Libni, Shimea, son of, okay, we got them. Names, 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 names. These guys, these guys, these guys, just keep clicking here. Uh, these families of the sub-clan, uh, subclan of Samuel were headed by Samuel's sons. Whoa, now this is, uh, that's the Samuel in 1st, 2nd, 1st Samuel, shall we say. Look at this, here we go. The sub-clan of the clan of Merari were headed by his sons, and these guys, whatever, seven sons there. King David, look at that, appointed song leaders and choirs to praise God in the tabernacle after he had placed the ark in it. Notice, just while we were there, you could see something. We said King Solomon's temple, and now we're back a little bit. This is his daddy. All they had was a tabernacle. It was made out of skins and stuff and... It was about twice as big as this room, whatever. And the Holies of Holies was back this way, about almost the size of this. And you couldn't see in there. Anyway, you could see in this part of it. And everybody had to bring your cows and whatever, your sheep. So look at this. So uh, after he placed the ark in it, which is a, that story's there. Then when Solomon, oh, there just tells you. Then Solomon built the temple at Jerusalem. The choirs carried on their work there. Isn't that something? You know, think about it. There wasn't, you was, hey, put the tape in this morning. No, they had to say, well, and it was good stuff, you know. And I'm sure they all, well, they would. The, the tenors were going, oh, my God, I got problems today. <laughs> you know, and, and life problems in their own personal life and stuff. But this was their job. And while they're singing about the Lord, what do you think is going to happen? Well, if you trust the Lord, things will turn around. But anyway, that's why David wanted this. Oh, but you and I, we're, we're, people in town and you can hear the tabernacle you can hear those songs going on it's like wow hey turn to fm 91 point well there wasn't no fm you just you either heard somebody else singing or hopefully you could hear this choir singing okay uh what do you say look at that uh these are the names of uh, uh, names and ancestors of choir leaders choir leaders yeah 
Heman the Cantor was the clan of Coeth. His genealogy was traced back through. Oh, please. You know, if I was writing this book, I would never have dove, dove into genealogies. I just thought, no, that's, I'm not, why do I do that? People need to believe what I say. We have the records. This is like going down to the courthouse and looking at marriage records. You know, wow. Okay. Anyway, He-Man's assistant was his colleague Asaph. Where have we heard of somebody like that? Asaph, Asaph. You hear that today. People talk about singers and stuff like that. Oh, so it was a psalm of Asaph. Whatever. Whose genealogy was traced back through. We're not going to read it. Look at all that. His second assistant was Ethan, a, president, a representative of the clan of Moriah who stood at his left. <laughs> Now we got, okay, I stood in the center, he stood on my right. He stood, look at all this. Okay. Their relatives, all other Levites, were appointed to various other tasks in the tabernacle. Yeah. Here we go. But only Aaron and his descendants were the priest. See, that's what we know from reading Exodus and Deuteronomy and oh, whatever, all those books from, and also the book of Hebrews. Their duties included sacrificing burnt offerings, incense, handling other tasks, and related to the inner sanctuary. There it is, the Holy of Holies. And the task relating to the annual Day of Atonement. Atonement. See, that Day of Atonement is not even the Passover day. That was, this is another one. This was in the fall, and everybody was supposed to be sorry for their sins and whatever, and, and uh, whatever. but there was a sacrifice then, and there's also one to remind them uh, of, well, Passover, to remind them of getting out. Okay, probably says so in the next verse or something. Uh, they saw to it that all the details, look at that, commanded by Moses, the servant of God, were strictly followed. Well, how could they do that? Because nobody had anything wrote down. It was written down. They had it completely. So the descendants of Aaron were Eliezer, Phinehas, Abishu, all these people. Okay. Uh, whoops. 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 I lost it there. Let me click this. Where did we get to? No, we got the ark. We got that. All right. Here we go. His second was, okay, let's see. There was Asaph. Okay, got it. Here we go. Verse 48. Their relatives, all other Levites, were appointed to various tasks. Okay, only Aaron. Okay, they did the, all right, I got it. We got that part. Notice that they were supposed to strictly follow. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the descendants of Aaron, that's where we were. Okay, this is the record of the cities and lands assigned by lot to the descendants of Aaron. All were members of the Kohath clan. See, when they got the promised land, they were given land. Uh, not like the rest of them were because they said the Lord was their inheritance, but they still got some cities because they still had homes. Hebron and its surrounding pasture lands in Judah, although the fields and suburbs were given to Caleb, uh, Caleb, that is, son of Jephunneh, that's the same Caleb, Caleb and Joshua, and the following cities of refuge uh, with their surrounding pasture. Look how they got the details. They had these people's names, plus they gave the cities that belonged to them. 13 other cities, verse 60. This only goes to 80 and we're done. Uh, including Geba, Amaloth. Okay, they were given to the priest of the tribe of Benjamin. Uh, no, they were given to the priest by the tribe of Benjamin. Because I thought, they can't be priests. Okay. Lots were drawn to assign the land. In other words, they played Yahtzee like we were talking about, whatever, to get that. Then they received the 10 cities uh, of the territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh. Then Gershom, he received 13 cities. Look, at, look they, they had the cities. This is just... It's just backwards for having a spiritual pointed book or something. No, it's because it's history. The clans of Merah received by lot 12 cities. Now remember Moses, it was the Lord. The Lord is who told Moses in Deuteronomy in uh, uh, Numbers 2 as well uh, that these guys are supposed to get a certain amount of cities. Cities and pasture land, verse 64, were also assigned by lot to the Levites and then renamed from the tribes of Judah, Simeon, Benjamin. 
the tribe of Ephraim gave these cities of refuge. Remember what that is? Yeah, city of refuge. If you accidentally kill somebody, they, they had several of these. You just run to that city until they get it straightened out. All right, with the surrounding pasture, look at that. Here's the names, the names, the names. The following cities of refuge. Good grief, they have the names. Yeah, isn't that something? Uh, again, 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 verse 72. Issachar gave them this city, this city, this city, and the surrounding pasture land because that's what it was. They, they got the pasture around each city. That's what Moses said, the Lord said, do. Here's the tribe of Asher. See, these are sons of, of Jacob, Issachar, Asher, Naphtali. Where was the other one? Uh, whatever, another one above that. That's about the end of that. Zebulon, there we go. And across the Jordan River opposite Jericho, the tribe of Reuben gave them this, 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 this. And remember, look how that tracks. Say, so what do you mean across the Jordan River? Remember, there was three tribes that said, boy, this is nice over here. We want to stay here. Y'all go to the promised land. And Moses got mad and they go, oh, no, 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 we're going to help you. So they all went to the promised land. And then Moses said, when we get everything set up, y'all can go back across the river. There's the record of that. Wow. Anyway, so what are we going to do? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to keep trusting the Lord. Let me, let me, let me go here to, for a stop. 71, just a couple of verses here. Lord, you're my refuge. Don't let me down. Look at that. Amen. I don't care what we're going through anywhere. Look at this. Save me from my enemies, for you're just. Rescue me. Bend down your ear. Listen to me. No, listen to my plea and save me. Be to me a great protecting rock where I am always welcome, safe from all attacks. Now, I didn't have it memorized. I was flipping, about, flipping out about some stuff I'm having to deal with. Looks like I may have to put my dog down. All, all you that have done that, you know. <laughs> Bye-bye, Chaz. Oh, my God. Oh, you know. Other things, I've got, you know, I've got elderly parents, uh, you know, whatever. I'm just thankful moms. But the dad's side of the house is, man, it's, uh, and it's like, you know, well, you, you can imagine, it matter. Then maybe a little something at work, but I doubt it. I'll figure it out tomorrow. I, well, I don't have to figure it out. But I just, Psalms, I'm going to Psalms. I'm going to go to Psalms. I thought, I'll go to 70. 70 was six verses. I went to 71. And look what I read. Look at that. For you have, look at that. You have issued the order to save me. Now what am I going to do with it? That's where your faith is. You don't go, well, God, just, oh, I hope I gave it a shot. No, we're going to have a Christmas party tonight. We're going to have a great time, you know. I got a beautiful day today. I'm going to have a great time. You know, the Lord's going to take it out. We're not going to cover all this. Watch this. Rescue me from these unjust and cruel men. Well, I don't have unjust and cruel men, but the devil's trying to seek who he may devour. You know, oh Lord, you alone are my hope. Look at this. I have trusted you from childhood. You have been with me from birth and helped me constantly. So what is, what's going to happen? My problems now. He'll fix them. And you can keep reading. Look at this. That's why he says, no wonder I'm always praising you. Praise God. Anyway, Father, we just thank you for your word today. Even looking through the genealogies, which is really history, and seeing the things that we saw in there, how you protected those that asked for your help, and you were with them always. Well, you're with us too. So, Lord, if we're going through any kind of trouble, if we're not feeling good in our bodies, you'll take care of that. If we're hurting financially, you'll fix that. And if we got some other problem, no matter what it is, great or small, doesn't matter, you will help us. So we can do like David said here. We're, <laughs> this is why we're always praising you. So, Lord, that doesn't leave anything left. But let's, we're going to leave a genealogy. We're going to be able to tell people what's happened in our lives as we tell them about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, all right. Amen. Hey, we did good.